episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, producer Deb is sitting in with me. We go over the current situation in our country and how we're educating ourselves and talking about it. Also, it's producer Deb's birthday, and we're discussing who is the better birthday planner. Well, we know it's me, but I need a chance to gloat. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Also, we're ready to get out of here. Things are opening up. What are we doing? What is our first go-to place? We both share that with you. And some epic Huggling Offer moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you. From sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I fuck around at all not. Paula. You hear that, everyone? It's fine. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 470. Ugh. Ugh. That's correct. Producer Dub is sitting in. I'd like to say Paula decided to step back for a moment to let Producer Dub sit in for his birthday. Bullshit. His birthday was last was yesterday. 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 So well, welcome, Producer Dub. We're recording yesterday. Yes. So it was on Monday, yes. the first. Welcome to the show, Producer Dub. Thank you. Thank um, you. One of your few attempts at uh, being public behind the mic. Mm-hmm. I like behind the curtain. Unless you, I didn't used to like normally behind the suffering curtain. in silence, listening to us, <laughs> frustrated. Is that, is that is that what producing the show is? Suffering in silence. Well, I mean, based on your face when I've been in the room when you're editing our show, yes. <laughs> Except for the the gruff and the heavy sighs and the quick scribbles, which I don't understand, by the way. Oh, you when I'm taking notes? Yes. Oh, that's actually... No, actually, first of all, I laugh far more than I heavy sigh. The show is funny to me. Nobody wants to hear the so, funny. I know. They want to um, know that and you're usually, annoying. And usually the gruff is like technical issues where I can't get you guys lined up because you had a disconnect or... Oh, so you, know, you write it down furiously? No, 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 no not at all. I, I do it live in time, but what I'm writing down is ideas for the title of the show. <laughs> so because what I'll do is I'll go, okay, in this section they talk... because. You do the intro, and that's great, but sometimes I'm trying to come up with a clever... I mean, 469 episodes, yes. we've thought of three things to do. It's almost like Friends, where they do, it's the mm-hmm. one about... Yes, whatever. true. And so, well, just whatever I whatever. think, whatever yeah. comes to mind, yes. you know? Um, yes. uh, so so I'll just write down notes on whatever comes to mind, and then I'll, I'll often, I'll scratch out, this is better, that's better, whatever, and so oh, I- inevitably... so that's what I'm watching by you. The, by the end of the show, you can see that, oh, this is... This is how the three, you know. This is the theme. Right, exactly. I want I want things that entice people to listen, <laughs> but aren't overly long or overly descriptive. So. The show is about mythic themes. <laughs> so. Twyla, Twyla. And it's hard to come up with different things after 470 it's episodes. It's not hard. We make that easy for you. Okay. Not one show is the same. Okay. We even stopped doing the Mother's Day edition because we were bored after like four. We <laughs> were done. You haven't done a vagina episode in a minute either, but it comes up, but not as a. <laughs> we not decided as a theme. that a whole show on vaginas is dumb. <laughs> we're not doing it anymore. We'll do a segment. Oh, you've grown up. No, we just we're we're better when we don't conform ourselves. I see. That's what we've decided. Yes, it is. It is good for you to riff. I would like for you to riff for less than an hour. So interestingly, (laughs) to completely change the subject. Okay, of course. Do you remember, uh, this was probably a a year ago. I don't look anymore, but I used to look at what the top ranking podcasts on Apple were Uh, uh on iTunes in comedy or anything that was even remotely resembling what we do. 
And there is a show uh, through Barstool Sports called Call Me Daddy or something like mm-hmm. that. And it's these two chicks mm-hmm. who are, that, first of all, quality is terrible. So yeah. I'm just saying. And they're. They need a better producer. Agreed. <laughs> and they are hot. Of course, because that's the whole point. Of, it's Barstool Sports. Right. That's what they do. So they're just like, you know, I don't want to demean them because they're probably bright and funny in general, but they had a falling out. Oh. So someone, and I'm not sure who, offered them half a million dollars a year to do the show. One of the girls got a boyfriend and backed out because she felt like unappreciated or something like that. And so she basically blew up the whole show. And there's no longer... <laughs> call me daddy and it wasn't around that long i don't know but all i know is that i couldn't understand why it was in the top 10 of all the podcasts and with joe rogan i'm like are you fucking kidding me i have listened to this and it is bullshit that's apple and that doesn't the only the only ranker on podcasts that means anything is pod track okay anyway my point is is the remaining girl did a 13 minute youtube explanation of the drama on, on she, her perspective she mansplained it <laughs> whatever and she's just like you guys and yeah. so it's like all right fine her producer edited it it was edited and that's oh, what was hilarious funny. i'm like okay well i guess we know what's going on there the producer likes her over this girl i don't know I'm, I'm making it all up i have listened to a total of five minutes of the show i was totally jealous because i listened to it and the quality is shit and they're in the top 10 because they're hot and 20. I was annoyed yeah. beyond. There's a bunch out there like that. They just find the right people, I think. Yeah, there's, maybe. There's, there's not as many. I think I came across one, and I cannot even remember the name of it, who were sisters the other day. But mm. everything is so short-lived. Nobody's OG like you guys. I think right. for us, I think the challenge is always the same, right? Which is we don't have a barstool sports. We sure. don't have uh, big, you know, comedians that we're interviewing. We don't have, you know, things like that. We could and probably so, do it too. So we just don't. When I, when I tell people how many episodes we have and how long, you know, kind of how long we've been doing it and who we are, which is, you know, again, no celebrity, no nothing. And then I tell them the downloads that we get. Yeah. They're actually pretty impressed. Oh, that's Like, nice. I mean, it's not a huge number. Well, we've always mm-hmm. talked about that. But I will tell you, I learned something the other day, speaking of numbers. Yes. Is that there's two ways to look at numbers. There's what effectively is listens or not downloads per se, but Click listens. Click and listen. Listen, mm-hmm. like I'm listening. I have activated the show and I'm listening to it. And then there's the IAB version, Internet Advertising Bureau version, which is you have to listen for a certain amount of time. Right. You can't just click listen. Right. And our two numbers are really close. Oh, that's which, good. Which tells me that most people that are listening they are listen just checking. The... Yes. They're, okay. they're, and, and actually, if you look we, episode after, after, the numbers are really consistent. So I agree. We've yes, got I've a really good, really good low following. Tell your friends, though. Yeah, share the show. Tell your friends. And God forbid. Although I keep hearing that things are are going to be completely renovated now that Joe Rogan's at Stitcher. Like, everything's going to be... Spotify, you mean? Okay, Spotify. Everything's going to be blown up, and, and Apple's going to be non, non-important, and it's going to be this whole thing, and whatever. I don't even care about any of that shit, because neither, none of that by stuff... By the way, neither does Joe Rogan. I know he doesn't, but, but the podcasting advertising community absolutely does. And the properties that have these super famous comedians and reality stars and whatever, they're going to watch and see what happens after that all goes down in December. Anyway... The reason that I brought it up was I, of course, I laughed in high derision at these two girls that couldn't make it work because isn't that so stereotypical that two women who have known each other and were friends for a super long time ultimately grow to hate each other because sure. isn't that what women do? We hate each other, which is not a lie. Totally. <laughs> it's not that big of a lie. 
I mean, ultimately, you will talk shit about your best friend eventually. I yeah. mean, you will. You will. But I thought, it's not hilarious. Because when Paula and I have a falling out, we have no choice but yeah. to make it right. Right. Because we're related. And <laughs> our kids love each other. So it's like, we have no choice but to work it out. Yep. You know, because we live together, how many knockdown dragouts I have had with Paula in the last 10 years over this show over her and I completely on the opposite ends of what this show has to be or what what our what our parts are going to be or like how we're going to you know navigate things I don't see why that's that's natural though I mean you know you're passionate about but you would never know it no no of course I mean that that doesn't come through in fact uh you will never find a 13 minute YouTube video edited (laughs) by producer Dub with me going you guys I'm telling you right now Paula is insane and she's chosen a guy over our show it's not happening that's not (laughs) happening ever (laughs) you heard it here first people It'll, first of all, she would never choose a guy over me. We've already we've established that many years ago. Sisters before misters. That's correct, including you, my love. But I but know. you are worshipped in my family, so they all somewhat like me. <laughs> they don't live with you. I know, but it is true. You are a good egg. So <laughs> anyway, okay. So briefly, um, obviously, the last week has been harrowing. Ugh. It has been a disaster um, in every city, justifiably so. Everyone's very upset. And I was trying to explain it without sounding like I wasn't empathetic to the black community, because obviously you and I, we have more than enough experience in this, in what goes on in the black community from mm-hmm. our own personal lives, and family, which life. we don't talk about because yeah. it really doesn't matter. Sure. Everyone should be yeah. concerned about minorities struggling. And so I have not said much. But, I mean, obviously I'm outraged. He was murdered. And you know what's interesting? No one wants to admit it. Everyone agrees. Everyone. Whether you are a Trump supporter or a hardcore liberal. You can't disagree. Everyone agrees. The man was murdered by this guy and he should be in jail. And that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter what he did for a living. Yeah, I I would say that he should be in jail for a very long time. And all three of the other officers should also be in jail. I agree. My opinion. They were on top of him, too, just not on his neck. Yes. And what's interesting is I think that our family was really distraught because we weren't sure how police officers felt about it. Because when you're relying on partners, you will back them up because it's your life, right? However, your father, who is a retired PD in one of the most violent towns in the country for many years also believes that guy needs to be in prison along with those other three officers. Yeah, I think I think it's natural to assume that being a police officer, uh, male or female, is essentially sure. a brotherhood. And and you know what? You would be right. Yeah. That, that is true. It has to be. But not at that level. No. There are very good cops, but this was not one of them. No. This guy and, and that department as a whole has issues, right? Clearly. As we're clearly finding out. But... You know, I I just I I know having grown up around police officers my whole life in a very personal way, not practically grew up in a police department. I I used to (laughs) when my dad was a motorcycle cop, I would go down on weekends and clean uh, the bikes as a little kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I definitely remember being in the police station all the time. Did they appreciate you cleaning their bikes? Yes. Except for the one time that I played a joke on my dad. (laughs) What did you do? I armor all the seat. And you don't armor all seats of cop cop. No, you'll bikes. slide all over the place. And did he? <laughs> yes. How do you? Ca- so that's nice. 
Because <laughs> I mean, you, there's a lot of leather in on a, and I think at the time it was a Kawasaki, but he had eventually went to Harley too. But yeah, for some reason, I just happened to. You thought it was would be hilarious. I, I, I guess <laughs> it was probably. <laughs> Shit, I couldn't have been twelve or thirteen, maybe. Wow! So you were in your you you were in your decades age. ago, decades. You were in your middle school troll age. <laughs> yeah, where trolls meant something different. What's hilarious? Trolls meant pencil toppers with hair on them. Right. What's <laughs> funny is that he still mentions that story to this he does. day. He does. And so do his friends who worked with him the at that time. All of his do. motorcycle cop friends goes, "Hey, they remember do. when your son armor on your feet? <laughs> yes, they and do. you almost died." Yeah. Yes. You know, the other story I had when I was a kid, did you know that he fake arrested me? Did I tell you that? Uh, at school? Yeah. I, we did. We I did it. So. We did an April. I was at, I was working at the school newspaper and we did an April Fool's edition. And because my dad was a cop and because everybody knew my dad was a cop. Narc! The stoners thought <laughs> that I was a narc, which is, I politely explained to them, I go, you're an idiot. That would be too obvious. Yeah. One uh, of you all are probably but, the narc, but that's okay. But that's what brought up the topic in, in the journalism class was mm. that this would be funny if, of all people, Daryl would get arrested. And so right. we, we, oh. did, we took pictures, front page of the paper. It that was hilarious. is hilarious. Yeah, so anyway, it was, you know, yeah. the, the narc gets arrested, but... Your father was an amazing law enforcement officer. Yeah. He's he's a he's really it's really interesting to listen to him talk about his his yeah, life. Yeah, 30, 30 plus years as a cop, yes. uh, eight years in the Navy. So yeah. you know it's he's seen, in Vietnam, a couple tour. He's seen it he's all. He's seen so. it all. And you know the thing about guys like that is you think they're going to be one way, but when you have dialogue, it is and it's not offensive. You learn a lot about yeah. their perspective, and he learns a lot about my perspective. And, I mean, we're not we don't agree on everything, but sure. we really respect each other's opinions. And it's it's a really lovely way to talk about things that are hard to talk about. I, there was not ever any doubt. It was just this kind of weight off shoulders mm -hmm. because you almost don't want to broach the subject <laughs> because, you know, maybe there's a little bit where you don't want to know the answer, but not with him. With him, I knew that was going you to know, be the answer. It was just good to hear. It was interesting. Every single one of our children asked me what they thought their grandpa thought yeah every single one because they're like we know someone very intimately who we love more than anything in the world what does he think yeah and the fact that he did not disappoint us yeah was, no it, it was, was great I, and, and I mean i'm just being honest you know but it's not I'm surprising that he didn't of but i think not. us sharing it with the kids that listen uh you know i was talking to one of our daughters this morning this is a revolution for her in her mind this is like <laughs> Yeah. You know, like they want this, they want this to stop now. Forever. Right? You know? uh, yes. And, and I want to, I want to be clear too. So I grew up in a mostly Hispanic black community. Yes, you did. My stepdad is black. Right. I have brothers and sisters who are black. We are the epitome of a Benetton ad. Yeah. We no, literally sure. are. We have and, every, everybody is represented and, and, and all love the same. And gladly so, by yeah, the way. Oh, God, um, yes. But what I, but I, what I will tell you, it, and is, it, you know, again, to kind of not to keep it from um, going too serious, is just that it has to change. Throwing bricks through a target window is not the way to get it done. Right. But I get it. I get it. All this happening, in my opinion, has very much to do with the fact that we've been pent up for two oh, months. Absolutely. That people have lost their jobs. Yes. Like it's so it's oh, exploding yeah. it's more unrest. more than it might have seven or eight months ago. Maybe. Right, right. Like I'm not right. saying it wouldn't have. No, there would have been it protests. Would, there would have been protests, but I think yes. this this match got lit and was going. I agree. And I was gonna mention that as well. So. For me right now, I am just I'm all about educating myself. 
and I do have my opinions, but I, I'm not a big fan of throwing them on the fire of social media because I don't think it really helps anything. And <laughs> you can put something with the best of intentions on social media and people will consider, they will read it the worst possible way. They will make the assumption that you meant the worst possible thing, even if it was said in the best possible of intentions. Well, because, because most people on, if you've got 500 friends on mm -hmm. any given social media channel, less than 20% actually know you. And right. I mean, know you right. like, like even the people I work with who I adore a lot of the people that I work with, mm -hmm. they don't know my personal feelings on things. We don't mm -hmm. discuss those sorts of things, right? right. Your workmates, right? Your exactly. Superficial... And all my school friends and most, sure. most of my casual friends, it's like yeah. my, my, my family and even not all of them actually get it. Right. right. Like right. in terms right. and, and, and nor should they. And that applies to everybody. It's not just me. Right. So I feel like I want to do something. Yeah. I've never felt more. I never had felt more motivated to walk in protest in my life, actually, than yeah. this last incident. But I also had to take some take into account some things. One, we have been pent up for three months yeah. and we are all on edge already. Money is an issue. You know, there's a lot of other things that are fueling this this emotional feeling that I'm having and I'm not speaking for anybody else, but it is true that that definitely felt compelled more than anything to go out there. It is time for me to educate myself and to do a lot of listening and just to hear what truly needs to happen. You know, I don't know. It's not social media. I can tell you that. Well, it doesn't. So I like, I need to know what, what I need to do to effectively cause real systemic change and if i can't all i can do is support those that do whether they realize it or not the people that are out there protesting are doing it because it has worked in the past Agreed. And i think that uh, i mean from martin luther king yep. assassination you know the civil rights act came a week later that sort of right. thing but i think that in absence of knowing the solution you make noise and you make noise everywhere and right. i think that's what's happening yeah so speaking of rough times, we both had to celebrate birthdays. Yes, we did. During this madness. Well, so, mine, mine was literally during the riots, but yours month, was COVID. Last month, we had the pandemic and you did a very romantic gesture and you were able to secure the cafe to have a private dining experience all French food. It was delicious. Right. We had an amazing time. We drank way too much wine, but it was super fun and I loved it. And... Your birthday was yesterday, but I was able to plan a nice dinner out to one of our most favorite restaurants in Yountville, California, because things are slowly starting to open. <laughs> no fair. <laughs> and so we have a reservation on Friday. We're staying the night in Napa, which uh, we have not done. And I think it's been almost a six, year. No, it hasn't been now. December. No, we didn't spend the night in December. I don't know. It's been months and months and months. Long time. Feels like longer than long. it has been. Yes. And so, once again, I am the better birthday planner. <laughs> I know. You suck. I do. And then I made it worse with that horrible card. You got me the worst, ugliest card I've ever seen in my life. And your punishment to me for that? You will pay forever. No, no. no. Yes. That's not it. No. What is it? I didn't get a card. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't get one. Yeah, that's all right. 51's boring. That's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, that card is has been thrown away, it by has. the way. I, I know. <laughs> I saw. Good. I, I do the trash. It's my job. Great. Glad. <laughs> Good. Great. But yeah, you will forever pay. You know, it's like I expected a little sensitivity, a little, you know, maybe some jewelry, flowers, 
anything. Nothing. I got nothing. I got the card and a book. That was nice, though. Thank you. I appreciate those things. Whatever. <laughs> what? I do. I do. But I'm so much better. I mean, for your 50th, we went to Star Wars Lands. We went to Hawaii. We are in a pandemic <laughs> lockdown. Excuses, boy. We would be, you know, talking about our amazing trip to France right now. Sure. Sure. Okay. But I'm better than you. I know. That's all that You're really. You've made that clear. You agree, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, aside from the all joking aside on the execution of birthdays and things like that, <laughs> when it comes to gift giving specifically, yes. you rule. You're Aww. way more thoughtful than I Thanks. am. I, although I will tell you that that's good because that drives me because I'm constantly trying to be <laughs> more thoughtful. And sometimes maybe I just need because do better. The, <laughs> I just have to do better. No, you are. Look, it is okay. You can't be perfect in everything. I'm That's not ridiculous. perfect in anything. That would be crazy, though. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, on that note, I think we're all hitting the, we got to get out of here. Oh, I got to get out. I just got to get out. You know, you just want to get out. So bad. That's, I'm, that's why I'm looking forward to this. I, In fact, I almost tried to make you. It's not my birthday. We're just going out. She's like, no. Oh, no. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. The, the restaurant is aware of this? They are not. Oh, yes, they are. Why? Because I'm going to make not. sure I'm so much better than you. Oh, my God. If Chef Chiarello comes over, I just want you to know you're welcome. Oh, shut up. He's not coming <laughs> so, over. You don't know my life. <laughs> There have been, I, I mentioned it a couple of shows ago, that my biggest fantasy of getting out of town and doing something is stay at the Ritz at the Half Moon Bay. I keep fantasizing about it. It's crazy. I don't know why, but I have. But the other things that I'm truly, truly missing and I cannot wait to do, TJ Maxx is opening up soon. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait. Why? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yes. No, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to go in there and look at all of their crazy art. And all their trinkets, I and their their discounted clothes that are ill fitting because they didn't get sewn right. I can't wait. I'm gonna look at all of it, all of it. It's gonna be packed, and I'm not so gonna your, care. Your your first action when things is to go shopping. Hell yes. Probably well, not at a mall though. TJ Maxx, man, yeah. that's the place. The place. I mean, I realize <laughs> I, she just got hood rat on y'all. <laughs> I realize that Ross and Marshalls and TJ Maxx are all affiliated, but TJ Maxx has the best shit. I don't know why they just do. They just do. Although Marshalls has better shoes, I will. I will admit. <laughs> They have better shoes, but TJ Maxx is where you can get. So I can get you a gift of shoes from. You can't Marshalls. get me. Absolutely not. <laughs> In fact, because Mar- I don't like Marshalls around here anyway. Yeah. I go to the Nordy Rack. Yes. That's they have okay. It's okay, but TJ Maxx is <laughs> it's way fine. Better. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's like a Daryl birthday there. Oh, but TJ Maxx is a Jamie birthday. It is celebratory. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> People, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to be like, all those regulars that I hadn't seen in for months and months, I'll be like, how have you been, Alexa? How have you been, Miranda? I have missed you, John. I can't wait. Like, where's the undercover cop that's always lurking about in the boys section? Where's he? I can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, and now you are going fishing. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> that is my shopping right there. I mean, it's it's insane because they actually canceled 
fishing in the area like that you couldn't well because where we go it's small towns that have this they actually call it fishmas it is it is the opener of the rivers to go trout fishing in Mm. california and these certain counties get this flood of people because there's so many many miles miles and miles of rivers so but the problem is they probably got four fucking hospital beds yeah they really can't afford right uh, they cannot right they cannot afford either somebody to come in and get sick or even worse somebody to come in make everybody sick and now they're overwhelmed and so they just shut it down and then and now slowly they're opening up they opened up a couple of weeks ago so we are going to get up there but what's great is and this was the killer is last year we went to fishmas and we couldn't fish. So much snow had melted that it was like the Colorado coming, the Snake River. It was just oh, like was just really white wa- water. Rapid. Like you mm-hmm. couldn't fish it. It was too fast. Got it. And this year it was 72. Oh, the no. flow was perfect. <laughs> and we're all going, fuck. Like we couldn't go. And so now I, yeah, the good news is all the fish are still there. We can go get them. So well, what's funny be fun. is I know that you're obsessed with this fishing trip that's coming up because your brother may or may not be able to attend. And you're like, I'm going. <laughs> I don't care who's going. I, I'm going. I obviously want him to go, but as long as I'm not alone, I'm going. Like I, you know, you won't I have be alone. to. Go. Yeah, you ask me. <laughs> You're so. <laughs> that's how. That's how desperate I am. You're so I asked desperate. you to go up day. on a day trip. The other day, fishing, and that's not off the table, by the way. You're, you're all. Well, would you go fishing with me? And I'm like, what? Why would you want me it's to go? It's not camping. It's day camping well but you know your thing with camping is you don't want to stay overnight and you don't want to be in a tent i'm saying let's go up we'll give you a chair and some champagne and an ice chest right next to the river and i'll just fish right in that spot and we'll be good there's a lot of creatures out there you'll be i will elevate you we will be close to a restroom i will not take you more than a few (laughs) miles away from a small town you want to take me to some dirty bar too you said oh you got to see this bar that shit got closed the cutthroat so no, the gambling bar. The bar oh, with the Oh, slush. Genoa. Oh, that place is awesome. No, it's yes, not. It is. It isn't. That's where it's got it's Sophia. Filthy. It's got Sophia Loren's bra. Oh, that's hygienic. On the ceiling. How clean. I didn't tell you that story. Yes, I've you told did. You, you did. But Look here. it up. Look it up. Genoa. And it gives you the history. All I see it's is the best whiskey bar dirty, ever. dusty people in there drinking Swinging doors. way too much, ah, filthy floor. It's the best. No. I don't, I mean, look, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. I don't want to do it, but I would if I was required to attend. Well, if I have to be off next week, it wouldn't be horrible if you and I got away for half a day. Then you get to go to TJ Maxx with me when they reopen. Okay. Let's just do that. All right. Fine. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. I don't want you to go with me. That's the thing. That's why I can't believe you want me to go with you. I'm like, I can't wait to get away from you. I'm being honest. I know that you want, you know, we've been together so much that you could probably not wait for me to just go away. But I don't want to go somewhere where in that way, I'm a bit of a pussy. I do not want to go somewhere where there's no cell service signal, animals, wildlife, right? Like snakes, (laughs) bears, shit like that by myself. It's no bueno. So let's bring Jamie along. Yeah. Just to so make sure. You can call for help. I will leave you in the dust. <laughs> you will not. You will be on your you will, own. You will wrestle a bear. First I know all, you. <laughs> you have seen me at the airport. I fuck around at all not. <laughs> I am out. I have left children behind. I am, I'm like, 
Y'all on your own. I'm going through this and I will meet you at the gate. If you fuck around or dilly dally, I will see you at the gate. We are at a gate 18, everyone. Gate 18. And I go through there and I am gone. And you know it. I know. I don't wait. I'm like, I I will survive this. I will be one of the final survivors of any apocalypse that we have on this planet. That is not God induced. I will be a survivor. Don't you worry about me. Worry about yourself. If a bear shows up, you are absolutely on your own. No doubt. I will not be helping. I'll be like, well, it was a good run, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes. I love the truck. Thank you. It's fine. So that's happening. (laughs) Looking forward to that fishing day. Do it. That should be great. Okay. All right. Well, believe it or not, it's already time for our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. This is, I don't have to have one, right? No, hugly. Hugly, yes. Excellent. Thank you. You are a hug. Yes, I know, but I, but I didn't didn't think of one, so. I have three stories. Okay. And this is the working in the office edition, because although people initially loved the idea of working at home. Okay. I think there's a lot of people out there who are hungry to get back to the workplace you know one of my markets went back this week that's great and they're probably super excited about it because melbourne florida just saying isn't it exciting (laughs) to go back to work bitch about the coffee not being remade someone fucked up the bathroom that we all have to use you know papers out whatever i mean that kind of stuff you you miss it after a while for sure so in honor of that we're going to talk about working in the office edition okay. of Hugly and Awkward Moments. Got okay, it. So I have three, and I'm hoping that this will jog your memory in telling me if you have or have witnessed any awkward moments oh, in your okay. history. Sure. I've, As we know, I've had several of my own. Yes. But I would like to know if you remember. Here's the first one. <laughs> this is something that would happen to me. Muriel, my necklace got caught on the company president's belt buckle when I bent over to pick up a dropped pen on stage at a national meeting. Wow. That's awkward. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. It would happen to me. Because you know how you wear those really long, really cool, <laughs> long necklaces with sweaters or whatever? That's like something you write in a comedy bit. That's so hilarious. you bend over to get, oh, pick up the pen and then clink. And then you're like, oh, you're stuck on stage. Can you imagine? And you're doing, you're going oh. back and forth and back and forth to unhook it. And he's just like, it. hey, hey, what kind of meeting is this? Because you know, you probably got turned piggy immediately. Of course. But anyway, I thought that was really funny. That's a good one. Okay, this is Jared. Hi, Jared. I was in a very long meeting after breakfast one day. After some scones and coffee, I was ready to hit the bathroom. After the meeting, I quickly ran back to my desk to check some emails before doing so. As I sat down, I caught some quick gastrointestinal relief with a long, gassy, silent fart. Little did I know, a female colleague had followed me back from the meeting to discuss a few more things offline. Uh Uh-oh. The stench floating in the vicinity of my desk was nothing short of horrid. (laughs) The look on her face when she actually caught a whiff of this thing was one of pure shock and horror, almost like she had just been struck physically. (laughs) She tried to talk for a few minutes or a few seconds without breathing, but we both knew what the situation was. She quickly ended the discussion and went back to her desk. Even though we were mid-project together, we didn't really speak much after that. (laughs) Wow. Actually, a few months later, she left the company and never said goodbye. Oh, wow. It must have been a bad one. Uh, yeah. 
Jesus. Doesn't that happen? Has that ever happened to you or anyone? Or have you uh, walked into? Have you ever been carpet bombed by anybody? I don't recall being carpet bombed. I do. I do remember when I had an office, like not at home, obviously, but an office. And then you would go and just you'd like double take to go. Okay, if I do this now. <laughs> Because I had people coming in and out all of my office, all, unannounced, like unannounced. Had uh, you, did anyone ever like? I don't remember any specific. They incidences. didn't act like they had been physically struck by your odor. <laughs> correct. Correct. Well, that's good news. Correct. Except for me, I was physically struck on occasion by my odor. But well, I have too. But that's a different story. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> well, you girls, know, girls you don't. Do? So. No, we don't. Never. <laughs> and if you ever say we did, we'll divorce you. So. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so speaking of farts, because obviously, apparently farting is a big deal in offices. There, a lot of awkward moments happen with the farting. I imagine. John, my boss faked a punch to my side as he was walking by me. <laughs> I braced for the punch and out squeaked an exertion fart. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Yeah, I've done it. You exerted a fart? Yes. When, really? Yeah. At work? No, no. Where? At football practice. Oh, when you were a child? I was, yeah, I was 14 or 15. Oh. But it was, I think I've, I may have told this story, but mm. uh, it's been a long time. So, no, we were doing this drill where everybody was in a circle. And then one guy got in the middle of the circle and the other guy had to run and kind of hit him in the chest with the shoulder pad and almost lift him up a little bit. It was almost like a tackling dummy thing, but yeah. live. If okay. you've seen those yes, yes, kind of yes. things, like those sleds that guys hit and they go like this, right? But this happened to be one. Um, we were coming in and you had to, I had to circle around and hit him and then kind of like lift him up a little bit. And right when I did it, it was, I mean, imagine how loud it's got to be to be, to be heard by everyone. Mm. Like all 40 guys heard it. Oh my God. Did they die? Oh, everybody was on the floor. Were you embarrassed? Oh, of course. I was totally embarrassed. You should have, you should have owned that. And on top of it, on top of it, I was the quarterback. So it was like, I'm not even supposed to be doing drills like that, but, but it was really funny. Well, well, not at the time. It wasn't funny. But really, I, would, yeah. I would think that guys would be like, like, yeah, that's right. Or whatever. You guys don't. You didn't do that. Yeah, I don't remember them doing that. I should. I, I wish I could have been that kind of guy, <laughs> but I, I was not. I was I was embarrassed. Like, I didn't cry or anything like that. I mean, well, I wasn't like you know that what? embarrassed. If, if I was you, like, I, I thought it was funny. First of all, but if I, you did but cry, I, I don't want to know. I know. No, God, no, Jesus. of course not. God. Well, how about like, you? Do you have an exertion fart story? No. <laughs> No, why would I? Absolutely not. Never. I mean, the the only office. Well, there's been several, but one of the one time I was pregnant and I tripped and I <laughs> I was trying not to fall in front of the president of the of the division at the time. I don't even know. We were. They were. It was the end of the day. I was probably six or seven months pregnant, and. I'm already awkward and I already fall all the time. It's not like being pregnant so makes by, it any by, easier, by, right? By all means, let's add pregnancy to that mix. I will never forget this. And so I walked out of the, we were all leaving to go home. It was the VP of sales and then the president. And then I was the president's personal assistant. And yeah. so um, we were all walking out to executive leave. Assistant. Executive assistant. <laughs> and so we were all walking out to leave and I got stuck on one of the cracks in the sidewalk, like the walkway. Sure. And so I tried to catch myself like an idiot. And all I remember seeing is I was doing this sidestep shuffle, trying not to fall uh-huh. over. So I'm like, the trip, the trip, the trip, like, like five <laughs> or six feet. And I look up and all I see are the two older men watching me like with their mouth open. They're like... 
Yeah. <laughs> Nobody tried to try to catch me because that was close enough to do that. No. Oh, okay. They were. It was just a thing. So finally, I fell. <laughs> I finally oh, fell, and of course, you know, I'm pregnant. It's not exactly hilarious. Oh, so they freaked out. Well, they didn't freak out, but but you know, the president yeah. was like very concerned giggling and oh. he's like are you all right and he came over and they both helped me up and i'm like i'm fine i'm really clumsy they're like listen it was funny but you know you're pregnant so you might want to just call your doctor <laughs> to make sure all is well and i was like i all right thank you god i was mortified i yeah. almost like i almost quit you didn't own it i just said i was okay um, and i said oh no i fall all the time it's fine they're like it isn't fine actually you need to like yeah. take care of yourself there Jeez. and maybe not wear heels anymore yeah maybe not <laughs> so i didn't but yeah that and then the only other thing which i have discussed on the show many times was when we were in a big uh department head meeting and i was taking notes and i was eating foolishly eating ice chips and I put an ice chip in my mouth and I was being cool, thinking it was, you know, hey, no one's paying attention to me and I'm just chilling and, you know, I'm so cool being in the department head meeting. And I was playing with a piece of ice in my mouth and I spit it out <laughs> on the table on accident right? and it spit across the table. That was a big ass conference table. Too. It was a big ass conference table. <laughs> and I went, oh, shit. And I was just like that. And the president, again, turned to me and he started to laugh. He totally started. Like, he's like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he enjoyed all of my shenanigans. I'm sure. I'm sure we it was entertaining do. for we him do. to go, well, she's really good at her job, though, you guys. And she's all right. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's funny. You didn't do any. You have no awkward moments. Of course you don't. Uh, no, I, I'm i sure I do. I just no, did the, we were talking don't. about the farting ones. And I don't have any farting at work ones that I'm aware of. I, I have definitely farted at work. Yeah, um, but, but I don't know. Does. I don't know that I not certainly not audibly been caught. Hey. Moment did where... you ever go to work with two different shoes on? I think you did. Yeah, I so did. Because you moment. know why? Yeah, you know why? Because I bought the same exact shoe in brown and black, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it was literally the same shoe. And I was commuting to San Francisco, so it's not like I, I could change, right? That so is right. I did. Ah, we found it. We found there the awkward is. moment. And did anybody notice? I a did, woman did. Then, Oh, I'm Some sure, woman did. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I don't, you know, I, goes, hey, what's going on there? You got just in the dark, did you? Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. Which was true because I was 4 a.m. getting out of here. So anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're picturing yourself falling, aren't you? No, I'm just uh, picturing why anyone would give a shit about your sacrifice of getting up at 4 a.m. But that's just me. Screw you. I was just making a point that <laughs> I got dressed kidding. in the dark. All right. I was awake with you, fool. Bullshit. <gasps> How dare you? Bull. How dare you? <laughs> you know you got a little kiss before I left, and I kissed you, and that was the only time you woke up when I was commuting back then. I absolutely stayed awake many times. After. Many times. Where? Yeah, why wasn't one of those times when I wore two fucking different shoes? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that mommy <laughs> needed to check you over before you left the house. I dress better because of you, though. That's You're, for sure. Yeah. I dressed right. horribly before we met. You really did. <laughs> I don't know why. But you know what? I was listening to something. That's the first gift you bought me. I it know. It was a tie. I remember, I don't know what I was listening to, and they said, first of all, I can watch any show, I can, or like, you know, news story, or I can be out in public, and I can be people, I love to people watch, and I can tell you exactly who's married. 
and who is single <laughs> based, based on how, on they how they're dressed. Yeah. yeah men, men specifically. It's yeah. like, oh, God, no wife in the world would let him go out without a belt like that. No way. No way. <laughs> nope. And then, and then unless, of course, you go to the guys that are going through some kind of crisis and they're wearing those crisis. ridiculous boots or jeans that they thought were really cool when they were clubbing in the 80s. <laughs> if, they're got, if they've got those on again and they clearly aren't young, yeah. um, their wife has lost control and she no longer cares what he does. That's funny. She's like, go ahead wear those you look like an idiot no i don't <laughs> that, that's happening a lot i'm sure for sure but other than that other than that. all right well i don't really have anything else to add this was an impromptu paula we hope you find your cat oh yeah that's why she's not here today so her kitty escaped the asylum and is out on the streets roaming around so i hope hopefully by the time we record our next episode she has an update for us that's positive that'd be good Really. And everybody just have some empathy and listen. Just do a lot of listening and learning if you don't know what else to do. Because you don't you're not required to protest or whatever. But if you if you're feeling anything, have some empathy and, and really just listen. I think that's the number one thing for me. Is for I just sure. need to listen and educate myself some more because although I think I know, I don't. I'll never know. But I know that it now is a time for education and yeah. finding real ways to make it better. Right? Yeah. So that's it. All right, that's all I got. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.